You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we are speaking with Brett Tremblay. Brett is the founder of the Tremblay Law Firm, a franchise and business law firm in Miami. Uh, The firm has grown from one attorney in 2011 to 10 attorneys and 20 employees representing some of the largest businesses in the Eastern US, as well as many local small businesses. The company made law firm 500 lists with over 400% growth. And this year they qualified and expect to receive the Inc. 5000 award as well. Uh, Brett is also the founder of Get Staffed Up, which is a virtual assistant staffing company that liberates lawyers with incredible offshore talent. Uh, Brett, I wanted to uh, welcome to welcome you to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. Giuseppe, thanks so much for having me. And just a quick note, the official list on the Inc. 5000 came out two days ago and, and we, were, um, we, we were on the list. So very proud of that accomplishment. Very nice. Con- con- congratulations. And that's, that's awesome news. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Yeah, so I'm I, uh, very excited today. And as we were talking before, we uh, had to delay the show due to uh, that, that uh, crazy storm that, that came through last week. But if you can fill in the, the audience, our audience is, we have a lot of uh, employees that uh, have been looking at entrepreneurship. And we have a lot of business owners that have uh, looked at, at other businesses, I should say, as far as an exit strategy or to diversify their, their investments. So that's kind of our, our audience. But if you could fill us in on a little bit about your background, uh, how did you get started uh, in the business and, and what does that journey look like? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I love working with business owners and entrepreneurs. It's what we do at my law firm. Our mission is to protect the economy one business at a time. You know, sometimes people ask the question, what advice would you give to young entrepreneurs? But you know, it, it's not even young entrepreneurs anymore, just new entrepreneurs. It's really fun when you see somebody get out of the corporate world, whether they're, you know, 35, 45 or 55 and and decide to be an entrepreneur. You know, it's an interesting lifestyle. It can be a lot of fun, but there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of ups and downs. The school system is designed to create good employees, right? Go Learn how to get good grades, learn how to pass tests, learn how to pad your resume so you can go apply to work for somebody else. Um, even business school is geared towards sort of setting you up, you know, to to land high-end corporate jobs. There's really not a lot of programs widely known that that teach you how to be an entrepreneur. So a lot of people go into business and then they they kind of stumble along. And and I, I was one of those people. I started my own firm back in very late 2011. And, and because I had fancied myself an entrepreneur my whole life, you know, selling pencils and candy in the first grade without even asking my parents, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was just kind of one of those kids and I always had different ways of making money and, and having businesses. I thought, well, this will be easy. You know, I've done this my whole life and I, and I, I know how to lead teams. And, and what I didn't connect was being a business owner, you can't be a technic- uh, technician and you have to run the business, not be a lawyer. And, you know, why not try to grow a team instead of do everything yourself? It's like, here I am, a huge advocate of leadership, but yet I was so afraid to take a risk and grow my own team. And so the first two years, I really struggled, just just frankly. And, and if people, you know, who started a firm, if they never struggled, you know, good for them. If other people don't admit they struggled because of, of you know, ego or whatever, I'm not afraid to admit it because there's a lot of 
there's a lot of entrepreneurs that that when once the adrenaline wears off it 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 can really be daunting and confusing and where do you go next and so i finally started reading books and and i hired some coaches you know it's like what is the education well hard knocks but that's going to take a long time so why not get a coach and get mentors and get guides you know michael jordan never said i i, I won a few championships i don't need a coach anymore i'm good um you know and so that changed my trajectory i I finally hired my first staff person in, in 2014 and I doubled revenues. You know, imagine that because um, now I had more time to, to do the actual parts of the business that brought in the work and, and, and paid the bills. And so I followed that method. I just kept hiring and hiring. And, and you know, the, the law firm is 10 attorneys today, like you mentioned, just named on the Inc. 5000. Very proud of all that. But you know, what, what I'm doing with Get Staffed Up, me and my co-founder is we're helping who I was back in 2011, 12, and 13. The people that are just, you, you don't, like, you don't want to, there's some people that try to do everything themselves, Giuseppe, and then there's other people that know they can't do everything themselves, but they're so afraid, like I was, of, of hiring someone because of the fear of failure and the fear of not being able to pay that person or hire someone. So when you discover that you can hire really amazing competent, friendly, hardworking people that just happen to be born in a different country, but now with technology, they can be your full-time team members for a fraction of the cost. It's not so overwhelming to add to your payroll. So you can get an assistant full-time to do everything for you for, I mean, let, let's be honest, if we're talking about lawyers here, you know, a measly $18.50 a month through us, through Get Staffed Up, and you're off and running and you keep repeating that system and suddenly you have a a business that's working for you and not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Very, very well put. And I, and I think uh, a lot of first time business owners, they're, they're just uncertain. They're just looking at sometimes the, the savings because for many of them, it's their first business. So they're like, well, why am I going to hire someone and pay them when I could save it? But now you're the owner and your profession is just say you're an attorney, but you're doing the accounting and you're doing the, the customer service and the mailings and checking email. It's just, just not a good use of your time. And, and at the end of the day, yes, you, you do save some money on some expenses. Uh, I know I went through the same process 15 years ago, but it's like, all right, well, what, what did, and, and what did that cost me in growth? And, yep. uh, then I looked and said, wow, you know, that's, uh, I saved 10,000 to, to, you know, to lose a hundred thousand because now I'm not able to grow my business. I'm just maintaining yep. it. So yes, I, and I, and, and, and to your point, you know, you don't learn this in school. I, undergrad, graduate, you name it. And I've interviewed uh, quite a few people on the show and that's just, that's the common theme. It's, you know, it's, it's the, uh, you, you, you learn it out there in the real world, but there's a cost to that. And it's obviously you, you fail, you get back up on your feet. So, uh, hiring that coach kind of bypasses a lot of that, a coach with some real experience. So definitely, uh, you know, find, find a good coach that's owned some businesses and, and that, that were successful. But I think that's uh, some really, really good advice that I, I personally took. So, uh, de de definitely, uh, de definitely look at coaching and, uh, would love to chat or I'm sure they can ch chat with you if, uh, people are kind of stuck in that spot. So I, I, I open the, the, uh, put an open invite to anyone that, that wants to discuss that a little bit more detail. Yeah. You covered a lot, actually, you covered quite a bit in the, in that intro and you, you answered a lot of my questions and I know you got the, a couple of business. <laughs> it, it, so, you know, it, it's interesting to me. So get, get staffed up. So, 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 so talk to us a little bit more about that. So. Uh, obviously having staff COVID, there's a lot of stuff going on and 
real estate. Uh, although from what I'm hearing, um, you know, definitely some some great opportunities. And I mean, I've heard things of uh, rents being offered at just a fraction of what they've been offered at, but uh, in the, in the past. But people are are hesitant um, with their businesses to bring on full-time staff, uh, both, I guess, during the pandemic and then, you know, what's to, what's to bring after. So talk, talk to us a little bit about um, the type of person that may come to you and, uh, you know, that's looking for staffing. Yeah, well, okay. So every, what's every employer's number one headache? Employees. I mean, Employees. You're, you know, you're, you're not going to get around that fact, right? Because you're dealing with human beings. So you've got people or show up late or, you know, their kids sick and, all these human issues that you can't, you know, you can't just get frustrated and say, I'm going to find the perfect people and never have issues because we all do. We're all humans. And so um, what you have at your, your entry level administrative positions is high turnover because these are your lowest paid positions. And if you're honest with yourself, people are not put on this earth to serve you and make your life great and be the perfect employee for you while they're going to want to make $10 an hour as a receptionist their entire lives. They have a right to go out and and look for better opportunities for, for themselves and their families. So those positions are, you know, that people always just complain and complain about, about you know, their, their receptionists and, and their staff. And, you know, and then you have oh, millennials, this and that. It's like, look, maybe what what you've designed as a business owner is not an ideal situation to foster good working relationships. And, Again, that goes back to nobody nobody teaches business owners how to be good employers and managers and, and create the type of business that people want to work for. So there's just so many, you know, leadership and and team development issues that, that we could talk through, but you're you're really not gonna get around the fact that your administrative level positions are designed for high turnover. So if you take that and you take all the people issues and you kind of say, What's a better way to do it? It doesn't matter, Giuseppe, if you're in an office or not, part-time, full-time, virtual. Adding virtual staff members to your team is a smart, phenomenal way to do it. You know, like my law firm, for example, we, we're on two floors now. And, you know, pre-COVID, everything was, was great. But we've been, we don't use 7,000 square feet at our at our offices right now. So we're basically wasting about... $18,000 in rent every month because we're a hundred percent remote and that's us, right? I didn't, I didn't know it was going to happen. I, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm prescient and, 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 you know, I saw this coming. And so I look back and I say, what if, what if at my own law firm, I had been a little more serious about, about doing the, the digital or virtual team building and why not have, have remote team members so you can take on less space and have less turnover, and let's be honest, pay them less. So I had a marketing coordinator who I really, I still love to this day. She was great. I, I wish she was still a team member, but I couldn't justify the money that we were paying her. It was $60,000 a year. And and with marketing, you know, you throw things at a wall and you see what sticks. And I, I, I could never trace back to that position. So it was a constant is it working? And I'm paying this person and you give them a, a one week project and it basically costs you a thousand dollars of their time that week. 
Um, not to mention that stateside employees, whatever the salary is that you're paying them, it costs you 1.3. You have to add 30% when you, the mm -hmm. overhead and the taxes, right. the withholding and the insurances and the parking and, and just, you know, all the other good stuff. So, and I think 30% is, is a conservative estimate from what I read, but Anyhow, so um, we learned about offshore staff and I, I hired one myself and I went ahead and I made the switch. You know, we're not advocating fire a bunch of people and hire a bunch of, of virtual employees from another country, but I, adding that overhead to small business is tough. And so what a lot of small business owners do is they don't hire and they remain miserable and that's not fun for everybody or good for the economy. So you, you, what I what I do now is I, I have um, three people in my office through Get Staffed Up, and we cost savings is is tremendous. They're making very good living for where they live in the world. It's called economic arbitrage, and you know it's just factual. Um, is what it is in terms of you know economies of scale in different economies, and the sixty thousand dollar employee is now a twenty thousand dollar employee. So what does that do for me? I I'm not as stressed. I'm not as worried about tackling projects. I have somebody to delegate to all day long when marketing things come my way and ideas happen because there's nothing worse than having a bunch of good ideas and nobody to give them to. So then you're like, you know, I'll do it myself, which we all know is not true. You're, you're too busy. And so we took this concept, me and my business partner, who, who is a lawyer, and we said, how can we help other people do this? And we created Get Staffed Up back in January of 2018. We spent about six months working really hard on the back end systems and and processes and procedures because this was a side hustle for us. And uh, we basically didn't start even trying to market this thing or make it make sales until the summer of 2018, like late July. So we're only two years in and it has grown so much and so fast that my my business partner is now full-time. Uh, he, he sold his law firm and, and now he's full-time in this business. And um, it is growing like gangbusters because people have that aha moment, like, wait a minute, I can hire a receptionist or I can hire an intake coordinator. I can hire a marketing coordinator. I can hire a client happiness director, a, a personal assistant, an executive assistant, or a legal assistant for, you know, again, a third of what I would pay someone here. I'm not going to have all the overhead because you pay get staffed up a monthly flat fee and we take care of all the rest and they're going to be my full-time employees. So there's no split loyalty or paying for hours here and there. It, it's a no brainer. And I hate to sound like, you know, we have the greatest ideas in sliced bread, but at the same time, um, you know, we kind of knew what we were getting into is good. And, and as we keep going, we're, we're amazed at like, why didn't this exist earlier? Where was it when I needed it back in 2013? And I think our growth is, is proof. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's been around. It's just, you know, finding the, the the right talent, right? I mean, there's still there's still interviewing, so that's all being done on, on your end, and finding the right people. So that definitely takes work. And and to your point, yes, employees, you know, good employees help you run that business. I mean, it's with, without good employees, you're you're in trouble, and uh, that's a, an issue I think a lot of entrepreneurs have. With yeah, you, know, you find the employee, then the employee leaves, then you're interviewing to to replace. So there's a lot lot of moving parts. So, Brett, uh, what what advice would you give to someone that's looking to make the transition uh, from uh, entrepreneurship to I'm sorry, for, from employment to entrepreneurship? Someone that's uh, you know, right now we have a lot of people furloughed. Have always thought about owning a business. What what advice would you give uh, to those people? Just make the leap, and I don't mean you know walk into the office today and and say goodbye. 
but make the plan. So the decision comes first, and then whether it's a month or three months, make the decision and start taking actions consistent with that decision. Um, I heard a good quote recently, which was, you can't wait for reality to change your decision. Your decision changes reality. So once you make the decision, then then things are different from, for you. But if you wait around for a quote unquote good day, I mean, you know, I was talking to my father about this the other day. He he, um, early in in his I think like mid twenties, he bought a, um, a jewelry store for my grandfather who who had had the jewelry store a long time, um, ran it himself for I don't know ten or so years, and then he he sold it and he he went into teaching. He was just tired of it. He grew up in in, in the family business and. You know, it turned out it wasn't for him. So, you know, he he's a teacher and or he was. And every year, you know, are they going to get their 3% raise or their 2% raise? And what is that for a teacher? Mm-hmm. $1,000, you know, spread out over a year and $2,000. That's, you know, $100 a paycheck sometimes, even less than that. That You're, you're never going to just like save up enough money, you know, to make it happen. It just doesn't it doesn't work that way unless you own your own business and you can control your financial destiny. So you just got to go for it, really. I mean, right. life, life's short. That's the way I look at it. I try to grow with a sense of urgency. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Last question. What's uh, new, exciting? Uh, I know you, you know the businesses that was started in 2018, but what's new and exciting? What do you, what kind of, what do you see in the very near future for your, uh, for your company? So for for the law firm, as you know, as you mentioned, um, we we do franchise law. There's a lot of unique franchise opportunities coming up that you probably are are more aware of than I am, Giuseppe. But it, it's an interesting world right now because I think the people people kind of considered purchasing of businesses or buying into into franchises to slow down. But I think certain businesses that you can run remotely that's going to pick up. And, and so I think it's going to be an interesting sort of mergers and acquisitions world. And you're going to see a lot of people getting into entrepreneurship through the franchise model. And I think that what we're doing, it gets staffed up with the, with the full-time virtual employees from other countries is we're just, just the tip of the iceberg. You know, the, the, the sort of big boy players, you know, the big companies have had mm-hmm this model for a long time. And I did want to mention people usually think of like, well, there's going to be an accent and there's some building in the Philippines and they squeeze people in like sardines. All of our people are from this hemisphere. They're in Mexico, Central and South America, and they all work from home and they only work for you full time. It's just a different model. And I think people are going to start to realize when you can grow your firm and then eventually provide a lot more jobs here in the U.S. by by really staffing up and getting a lot more bandwidth that, that you can actually afford that doesn't crush you in terms of, of your overhead. Right. I like that. So, uh, anyone listening in, um, you know, you have two companies, uh, our, our audiences, uh, we have a lot of franchisees as well, uh, that are looking to expand, always, uh, looking for suggestions as far as, you know, who do I contact for a franchise, uh, you know, FDD, franchise disclosure document reviews and expansion, uh, setting up private equity groups, things like that. Who should contact you um, in, in both both companies and what's the best way to contact you? Absolutely. So if you're looking to buy into a franchise or to franchise your business, we'd love to chat with you. That's tremblylaw.com, um, spelled just like you see here, T-R-E-M-B-L-Y law.com. And for Get Staffed Up, you know, if, if, Look, if, if you don't have an assistant, you are an assistant. 
and and that that's just a fact, right? If you don't have a receptionist, you are a receptionist. If you don't have a, a secretary, you are a secretary. So we love to to help you know educate you on how you can really just make your life better by having someone to delegate to. We we call it delegate your way to freedom. And um, people listening to this podcast can go to getstaffedup.com slash VIP. And if they pop in the name of, of this podcast, Giuseppe, or your name, then we have a $250 discount on our startup fee. It's no charge to set up a call and talk with us. Um, but when you're ready to pull the trigger, we, we, we will go ahead and extend that offer to anyone that heard about us through this podcast or through you. Well, awesome. I appreciate that. And we will uh, include all of that in the uh, show, no- show notes, the uh, discount code, the, uh, the website and everything. So, um, Brett, I wanted to uh, thank you again uh, for, for being on the, on the show. Learned a lot, uh, gained a lot of uh, information, makes me think about my business as well. Uh, but thanks again for, for being on the show and I uh, hope to talk to you soon. Oh, I loved it. Thanks so much for having me, Giuseppe. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, and he'll send you all the details.